Carrie and Tommy about to go off. We know you've waited around all day for this Carrie and Tommy podcast to drop. And if you're raising a glass to us, or any moment, big or small, Liquorland will bring the drinks. Shop in store or online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers. Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. And Tommy Little. This is Carrie and Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, welcome to it for your Friday afternoon. How are we, guys? Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, what? It's Monday, usually. You know, Saturday, Sunday, what? Yeah. Someone needs to tell them. Monday. (laughs) But Mondays don't count in the world of the party. But then it's Friday, yeah. It's Saturday, Sunday, Friday, yeah. That's pretty good. It's not because you've got to go through the week then. But there's no what? But okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How are you, Carrie? Great. I've got um, some Phil Collins news for you on the show today. More importantly, about his children. You know that I've always had a. For one of them. Yes. Yes. We're going to talk about that later. Donna Hayes on the show. Yes. Last time we uh, saw Donna Hayes, she was cooking in your kitchen. She was. Yes. That That stuff all sounds great. But I've got um, I've got a bit of an issue. You know, sometimes I get stuff uh, just a tad wrong. Often. Mm. Yes. <laughs> well, I think I've gone peak Tommy. Are you going to tell us about that today on the show? Next. We've also got Friday's live tickets to give away uh, to get you in that weekend mood because you and three friends can be going with your crew to go mm. see Friday's live. And in the spirit of some R&B, I've got a bit of flu ride. Good feelings for you. Yes. Carrie and Tommy. On your radios and streaming live on the listener app, it's Carrie and Tommy for the drive home. Because I've not had a good one. I don't reckon you've had a good one any day this week. Nah, I know. But I thought, uh, literally, um, when we spoke and we were leaving the studio last night, um, you you said to me, because we'd said how I'd just been getting things wrong after wrong after wrong, and you said you're feeling a bit more on top of stuff. And I said, I'm back. I said, I've had a great day. I've got all my ducks in a line and I'm back. I've done a lot of row. life admin. Oh, what a life admin. What's wrong? I'm saying is ducks in a row. Ducks in a line. Ducks <laughs> in a row. So close. But the oh irony my. is beautiful. Oh Does God. it matter though whether they're in a line or a row? It's the same thing, isn't I've it? Ducked yeah, but up it's my just funny row. because he had one thing <laughs> that he was getting right. Oh, all my eggs aren't in the one handbag. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so my ducks are in a line. Yep, row, sure. Row, row. row. Ducks in a row. They're what? wherever you want them to be. <laughs> you thought you had your life together. I thought I had How's my life How's it fallen together? apart already? So I, I this uh, weekend, right, I have uh, an interstate wedding mm-hmm. and I started listing off a few things. I said flights, booked, bang. I had um, a dinner restaurant, booked, bang. We are ready Good to go you. into the weekend. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> 
after. Because that's a job other people normally do for you. Did you book all those things yourself? No, 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 no. So you just no. remember to tell the people you needed them to be done? I booked the restaurant. Okay. Yes. And um, and then I I kind of walked out because you said, well done. You were, you were very supportive. And I said, thank you. And I held my head high and my chest puffed out and my, all my ducks were following me. <laughs> and then I got into my car and um, on the way home, I called my friend who was coming to the wedding as well. And she goes, she sounded a bit unwell. And I said, are you sick? And she goes, yeah, yeah, I've got a bit of something. And I said, oh, no, are you going to be able to come to the wedding? And she said, yeah, I should be able to. Oh, like, no. This will only last a few days. And I said, yeah, that's, but that could be. And she goes, what do you mean? Like the wedding's, no, we've got time. I said, how long have we got? And she goes, oh, I don't know, like at least a week or so. Or a bit. I oh, said, my God. No, no, no. It's, the wrong <laughs> the wedding's this weekend. And she said, no, it's not. And I said, yeah, yes, yes, it is. I've booked flights. <laughs> like that was. The I'm sure you can find a wedding somewhere in that location and she, for this weekend to go to. She said, "Oh, honey, oh. have you you've booked flights for this weekend?" I said, "Yes." She said, "Yeah, I'm sorry, you can go there, but no, there's definitely going to be no wedding." <laughs> and I said, "Oh, okay." And then oh, I how um, deflating yeah. for and you. And then I, I hung up the phone, and then I well, called. At least you got your dinner, though. I know. Yeah. And I called my friends, yeah. and I said, "Guys." I've booked the restaurant. And they said, um, great, that is very advanced for you. You usually only book things like the night before. And I said, yeah. And they said, when did you book the restaurant for? And I said, what do you, what do you, like, what do you mean? And they said, like, you, you know it's still a week and, and a bit of work. And I said, no. That's on the wrong weekend no. too. Uh, How have you uh, completely yeah, flipped, no. flipped your weekends up? Yes. And do you know what else I was doing when I was getting my ducks in a line? Row. 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 <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because I'd got this weekend sorted, yeah. I wanted to get the next weekend sorted yeah. as well. Yep. So I rang some people who run stand-up comedy rooms <laughs> and I said, hey, I'm I'm going to be trialling some new material. I'm getting next year's show in order. Can I do some, some unannounced works? gigs at your room and they said oh we're full but we'll shuffle some things around and of course you can have i organized four gigs for the next weekend because i've got this weekend sorted Mm. i'm not even going to be in the right state (laughs) so have you called them to now say you don't want those spots what are you going to do oh i'm getting to that yes remember when you used to be like really late for stuff now you're a whole week early Good spin. Yeah, he's good. (laughs) Carrie and Tommy. On your radios and streaming live on the listener app, it's Carrie and Tommy for your drive home. I'm very busy at the moment. I don't have time to go to the doctor, specifically the eye doctor. So I'm hoping one of our producers could help me get somebody in to tell me if I've got a trigium. What's a a trigium? Trigium. 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 What's a trigium? In your eyeball. So there's this thing that I was told once People in WA get a lot of because of the way you look at the sun and you don't wear sunglasses, our mm. generation didn't, and on the water, the reflection, right? Mm. And you get this thing that starts to grow across your eyeball. I'll Google it for you. Can someone Google true gyms? And, and we can how do you show spell them. Tr- tr- And then your <laughs> eyeball, your eyeball is round, right? Mm. And then the true gym starts to grow across it like, like a film across it. And I, I think I'm getting even a tr- get this second letter. Is it R, T, R? Terygium. I thought it was C, H. Terygium. No. What are you saying, Kerry? Terygium. T, yep. Oh, my God, what? Terygium. P, T. Oh, well, that's confusing. Is it? It's terygium P, T. Yeah. Oh, so hang on. What am I going with? P. Don't worry. The producers have done it for you. Can you show him? A Go 
Anyway, I think I've got a true gym starting, and I think it might can make you blind, and I need somebody to tell me if I've got one and how to stop it. Yeah, it's not good. What do you? How how do you? How do you stop it? I don't know. I don't even know if you can. It's stressing me out. I'm sorry. Why am I asking you? You don't even know how to spell it. I admit the potential. What does it do to you? You can't. It grows over your eye. Show Jesse. Oh no! I think I've got one growing. Look at the corner. It's none of you are close enough. Potigium. Producer George has been caught up. Yeah, potentially. Yes. I know. Mm-hmm. Can you see? Oh, yeah. Carrie, have you seen how full on the treatment is? What? Is it laser eye surgery or something? I'm scared. I don't oh. want to have any surgery while I'm open with my eyes. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> you what? need to get eye drops. No, you've got protrigium. You yeah. don't? Yeah. Do you? Uh-huh. <laughs> so I don't need a doctor? <laughs> Sorry, I should have read. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, dig yourself oh, out of this no. one. No, what is it? Sorry, saying? did you not see this coming? <laughs> oh my gosh, my petidium got in the way. <laughs> no, I am, I'm really sorry here. What? I did not mean to send you on this emotional roller coaster. I really did think it was eye drops. No, you, you it's Googled drops more. or ointments to treat minor irritation. Um, last words are the only treatment that can remove a petidium. <laughs> Is another tricky word, surgery. <laughs> I know. I've thought that's what would if happen. If you knew, why have we done this whole thing? Because I don't know if it is a trigium or not, and I need someone to tell me. Oh. Can we get someone on board? I was just going to say, good news, though, if you do go through with the surgery to yep. remove it, um, it may grow back <laughs> despite that's a right. successful God. surgery. Oh, here we go. Can a trigium go away on it? <laughs> Stop calling it that. <laughs> Can a pterygium go? No, it's a pterygium. <laughs> it's got a P. Anyway, it's silent. Do, I'll do me, it's you do silent. you. It's silent. Uh, can a pterygium go do away on its own? Do you say phlegm or no, phlegm? No, I say, say pelegum. <laughs> um, can a pterygium go away on its own? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I know. So can we organise that? Someone get me a doctor. Is there a doctor? Oh, in the house? a small. What I've actually you, got. What a bit, are you going no I, for? Hey, I've got a, actually got a good news. What? Bit. Um, a small gingium <laughs> may never cause problems for the eye as long as it stops growing. Have you noticed it getting bigger? Yes. Surgery. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Your Friday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And whatever the occasion, Liquorland will bring the drinks. Shop in store online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. Oh, cheers, Liquorland. Because you know what the special occasion is today, because. What is it? It's Friday. Friday. It's Friday. It's yay day. <laughs> it's anyway, get into Liquorland. A savvy B. Yeah. Okay. Crisp one with some ice blocks in it. It's Chardonnay Day. (laughs) Funny. Um, (laughs) What's coming up? Um, So I've Mm. discovered something about um, the Collins family. So Phil (laughs) Phil Collins to be exact. There's lots of Collins families out there, Mm. but there's one famous Collins family, Phil Collins, one of the great singers of all time. Love him, Mm. love him, love him. So you know how um, I was crushing quite hard on his son. On his underage son. Very weird, Mm. without context, a very Mm. weird phrase. But I was crushing hard on his son a few years ago. I've discovered something about his daughter that I want to talk about next (laughs) that has blown my mind. Well, there was so much more to it than just a simple crush because this was something that ended up lasting years. It was one of the most uncomfortable phone calls I've ever been a part of. We'll chat about that next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Tommy. 
Your Friday afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Taking a look back at the archives of your guys' lives. When was that? When did that happen? Yeah, I was talking to um, the producers the other day mm-hmm. um, about the Collins family, Phil Collins family, and he reminded me what I think you're about to remind me of one of yeah. the more awkward phone conversations mm-hmm. they've ever been a part of, which involved Phil Collins' son. But mm. before we get to that and play that again from about five years ago, the thing that I discovered, yes. did you know that the lead girl in Emily in Paris, Lily Collins, is Phil Collins's daughter? No. Really? I didn't know it was anyone. Well, but you I'm, haven't seen it, have yes, you? Has anybody in this room it, seen Emily in Paris? No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Did you know it was Lily Collins? Yes. Did you know that was Phil Collins' daughter? Yes. Is that a very... How have we not had this conversation? I love Phil Collins' children. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that... um? Is it Mick Jagger's daughter? Who's the other? Oh, Johnny Depp's daughter. Oh, Lily oh, Rose yeah. Depp. Lily, Lily Rose Depp. Depp. Yeah. Yes. What's she in? She's in that saucy show. The oh, Idol. The yeah. Idol. Oh, the Weekend and Troy Sivan. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, do you think there's anyone else that is more familiar with Phil Collins' son <laughs> than yeah. they are? How many with kids one does he the, have? I don't know, is, but they're both quite famous. Is yeah. it Nick? Nick Collins. I don't think Nick is that famous, he Carrie. He's my life. <laughs> Last time I saw him, uh, Jesse was with me and we oh, saw, his, right. saw his him. band play. Now, um, for a very <laughs> famous... Down the jealousy. <laughs> for, a, for a very famous um, uh, man, as mm. Carrie has just said, um, how many people do you reckon were at the gig, Jesse? Generously 30. Yeah. So he's pretty famous. Nick Collins is amazing, and Lily <laughs> Collins is amazing. His daughter, but she is in one of the Are most scared the Collins Netflix family shows of all time, and I cannot believe I didn't see the resemblance either. Because then I saw a pic of them side by side. Because she posted a pic saying how oh, proud she was yeah. of her brother, and I, my mind was like, <laughs> again, again. Because um, they've just googled it. Phil Collins has five kids. Yes, what do the others do? Carrie, you can't have a crack at all of them. Do you remember when this this um boss I think I'm more into, yeah him for, than her. I mean, yeah. Nick. Yes. yes. <laughs> been into him for a long time. Now that he's of age. <laughs> yes. Well, do you remember when he wasn't of age? Do you remember when he toured? I certainly do. I Just to be clear to everybody, I thought he was of age. Yes, which has never been a defence that stood up in court ever. <laughs> um, you were at the concert and you gave us a review, not so much of the concert. Yeah, I went to Phil Collins' concert when I just had a baby and I, it was just nice to be out and I loved every minute of it. It was like a blast no, from the No, past. specifically, you want loved one... <laughs> Bit of it. The young <laughs> the son drum solo drummer. in the middle. His, His son does the most son. amazing ten minutes on the drums I have ever seen. And in what's, fact, and the what's whole, happening in the body of Carrie Bickmore? Everything. My heart yeah. was beating. So everyone's mouth's ajar, right? Yes. Everyone's watching this just going, this is almost better than the whole concert, is this 10 minutes of drums. He's sweating, beads of sweat down him, his shirt's sticking to him because he's all sweaty and hot. He's doo-doo, doo-doo. You know, the I can feel a <laughs> call and it's doo-doo, doo-doo. doo-doo, doo-doo you know, the gorilla, Cadbury gorilla, that yeah, bit? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that bit, everyone's like, oh, best bit of the night, right? Yeah. Anyway, gets to the middle section where he's introducing all the band members and yep. he wants to end on his son, obviously, because he wants to say how incredible it is yes. that he's travelling with his son. He says, this is my son, this is Nick, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, oh, and he talks about how much he loves his son. And, and we're like, oh, ovaries just so going mental. You're melting. Melting. And would you say you're um, aroused at this point? You said you said the things I would do to him. That's what you I said. Did, I, I, stop saying. I didn't say. Anyway, then he says, here's my 
seventeen-year-old son, Nick. <laughs> and um, yeah. that, the the worst bit about that, which you of course didn't realise at the time, oh. was that um, that seventeen-year-old was not only listening to the show. I cannot believe you did that. It but he was so bad. He was on on, on the, the phone, phone line and ready to chat to us. Would you please welcome <laughs> Phil Collins' son? <laughs> Nick, <laughs> Nick Collins, Nick, g'day, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good, but Carrie has absolutely wet herself. Yeah, I mean, I've been listening. <laughs> she can't, she's turned around and can't even talk into the microphone. Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Are you 18 yet? Oh. Make this more more comfortable for me, Nick. No, unfortunately not yet. <laughs> yeah, I only said that because I was obviously with a whole bunch of mums, like 40-year-old mums who were all like, oh, he's so, and then now he's then so what? gorgeous, you know. Oh. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. On your radios and streaming live on the listener app, it's Carrie and Tommy for your drive home to Sabo. Because I was at the gym the other day when something completely unexpected happened. Um, after our class, one of the women in the class, um, she stood up and um, uh, my, my trainer threw to her and said, hey, guys, we're, we're just about to finish up, but Georgie would love to say a few words. And Georgie said to the group, uh, a lot of you would know this, but I'm a, um, I'm a speech pathologist and I have a particular passion working with um, young kids who are affected by a stutter. And she said it can be incredibly isolating for young kids and it can lead to a lot of uh, mental issues later in life and through childhood. And we've got an event coming up this weekend that brings these kids together and uh, aims to give them not only a fun event, but also provide them with a network of kids who are afflicted by exactly the same thing as them. I was fascinated by this. I'd never really heard of it before. And I thought if I was fascinated, maybe the rest of the country would be fascinated as well. So joining us now, we have Rich. Rich is the president and, uh, and founder of the Stuttering Association for the Young, um, and he joins us now. G'day, Rich. Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, it's very good. Thank you. Hi, so... Rich. It's Carrie here as well. Nice to meet you. Hello. Hello, guys. Hello. Thank you so much um, for joining us. Can you uh, just start by telling us um, a bit about your experience um, growing up and what led you to start something like this? Yeah, so I've had a stutter, oh, I mean, almost all of my life, really, since I was probably, since I was probably about three or four. And I think, yeah, as a kid, um, it can be really, really isolating, really kind of lonely, because as a kid who stutters, um, yeah, just... I think everything around me was kind of fluent, really. Um, there was no one in my family who had a stutter, no one in my school, um, no one on TV, on the media, nobody in books or just anything. Like everything around my world, it was all to do with kind of people who could speak when they wanted to speak, really. And as a kid, it was hard. It was a bit um, kind of confusing, really. I didn't really know what was happening. Does the stutter change depending on uh, your environment or if you're feeling anxious or if you're feeling stressed? Does it come unexpectedly? How does the stutter work? Is it something you, you can feel um, coming on? Can you help us understand a little bit about when it's, you know, worse for you in your life? For everyone who has a stutter, it's completely different. You know, right. it's completely, completely different. Um, I think an interesting thing to share is out of everyone I know who has a stutter now, and I know a lot of people, 
to say your name is one of the hardest things oh. to do as a person who has a stutter. So even if you think about that impact, how many times have we have to say our name a day, that oh. fear of your name or the fear of those introductions or the icebreakers or anything like that, that for people who stutter can be one of the most fearful um, experiences. I can only imagine, Rich, because... Um, as you just said, it's an icebreaker. Literally, when you meet someone new, that's the first thing you've got to do. And so then I'm assuming if that starts to get in your head, you're already thinking about that moment. And then when that moment doesn't go smoothly, then you're already kind of worked up for the moments that follow it. Yeah, totally. And and it's an interesting one, really, because I think all the times in the past, I think okay, now it's different now because um, I'm – because I'm in a better space, I'm it's like I have a better relationship with with my own and um, 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 But then when I was young, I remember I'd be in a circle and stuff, or like even those icebreakers, or like even in work in the early days, if you go into like mm. meeting a team, I'm kind of the meeting, and when it was time to say your name, I'm telling you now, your heart would be pumping, and I would not. And everyone else's name who came before me, I would not even hear. All I'd be thinking in my head is like, please get it out, please get it out, please get it out, please get it out. Which could you tell us about um, the Stuttering Association for the Young Australia, which is um, abbreviated down down to SAYAU. Could you tell us about the work that you guys do? The organisation, what we do is we use the creative arts and the performing arts as a tool, really, as a vehicle for young people who stutter to be able to just come exactly how they are. They don't have to change to be in our space and they don't have to change them to fit. And we use the arts as a way for them to be able to express themselves however way they want to express themselves. But really, that is just a vehicle. The essence of what our space is all about, really, it's a loving space. It's an accepting space, an empathic space where, um, where we connect the kids and teens who stutter with one another because it's just that space where they can come, they can create, they can hang with other kids and teens who stutter and just have that opportunity where where there's no one who's going to be interrupting them, no one who's going to be, who if they speak with a stutter, no one will be giving them a weird look. Every single kid who comes into our space has as much time as they need to say the words that they want to say, how they want to say them. And if, and if they speak, and if they speak with us, with us, Potter, it's fine. It's absolutely okay. They have as much time as they need to speak. Rich, it's so awesome. How incredible. I didn't realise that 80 million people stutter across the world, including 9% of all children. So it must feel so isolating, but then going to somewhere like that and realising mm. you're not the only one and there's many other people um, that are struggling the way you are. It's an incredible thing you're doing. Thanks so much for talking to us about it today. It's awesome. Cheers, thanks very much. It's been a pleasure. And also you can just head to sayaustralia.org.au um, and check out their Instagram page if you want to donate and help the wonderful work that you guys do. Carrie and Tommy. Yeah, that is where you're at for your Friday afternoon and whatever the occasion, Lickland will bring the drinks. Shop in store online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers, Lickland. Choose to drink wise. Because up next, have you ever been caught in a compromising position by a friend? Do you mean publicly? Yeah. Oh, what happened privately? No, I don't know. I'm trying to get the lay of the land, what you're asking for. Let's go with privately first because you seem um, to be more intrigued by the one. No, I don't think so. Publicly? Well, no. 
Oh, so you could have just gone with a blanket no. No, I just wanted to get more out of your story. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you can get that story next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. It's your Friday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little for the drive home. Sorry, Pickers is just chowing down on a carrot. Yeah, apparently people just eat carrots whole all the time. Not when they're on air. That's a good bit of ASMR, isn't oh, it? Oh, this is two weeks in a row you brought ASMR. Yeah, yeah which, which is just code for when she's eating. Uh, yeah, it's actually just an oh. excuse to chew into yeah. a microphone. I haven't eaten a whole carrot in a while, but Jez, our audio guy, was saying he has one a day, just whole. Really? As a kid, I wouldn't eat them because I had two big front teeth, mm. and they came through before the rest of my teeth, so I looked like a rabbit. That's cute. And so I became self-conscious about eating them whole. Well, talking about eating them whole, um, earlier in the week, do you remember we were discussing neighbours doing nefarious things. Oh, when you've caught them in the moment. Three weeks into moving in, and I get this letter underneath my uh, my door, and it's about, it would be a solid two-page letter. It's a lot to say. Yeah. But it was them trying to be really, really lovely and just like, hey, like, we don't know you. Like, this is just a community service, but we are seeing you, like, in the stackers, like, the constant, <laughs> like, every morning, every evening, like, having a shower. Like, if that's your thing, go for it. But we just want to just flag it. And I mean, you... that's two paragraphs. How did they it get was... two pages out of no, that it message? Was genuinely, I've actually still got it. It's on our fridge still. It's uh, <laughs> I realised there was a story that I never told you because. About and you I... being the neighbour caught doing it or you saw someone doing it? Me witnessing. Mm-hmm. So I was out the back of a, um, uh, a place. <laughs> How do I make this sound? I don't want to say what the place is because what? the place still exists. I don't know. Is it an accommodation place? Or is it a I house? don't know if the person still lives there. Okay. It, it's a it's a workplace that I go to maybe once a month. Okay. No, it makes it sound worse. I don't know. What... It's a comedy venue. Okay. Yes. Okay, it's a comedy venue, sure. Yes. And um, I was standing at the back of this comedy venue, um, definitely not smoking because that's bad for you, mm-hmm. despite what Carrie says. And uh, I was standing at the back with one of the owners. And one of the owners, uh, we were just chatting, and he said, hey, see that um, building over there, that apartment building? I said, yeah. And he said, let's see that window, like three up and so across. And I said, yeah. And he said, I reckon if we stand here uh, long enough, we will see people getting it on in that window. Yes. And I said, that window there. And he said, yeah. And I said, you see people get it on in the window there. He said, yeah. He goes, it's, oh, I reckon, oh, it's usually a bit after this time, but it's pretty consistent. Regular. Of and the an appointment. Um, and, he, and he goes, so I reckon if we stand here oh, long that's enough. that's weird. He just waited. You're the one that said you can't look away <laughs> over if, if and over again. If you catch sight of someone naked, a neighbour naked, it's hard to look away. But I, I'm not saying you should line up your clocks, sit there and go, okay, guys, ready for the viewing party? It sounds like that's exactly what you would do. <laughs> <laughs> you knew How all the steps to How long did you have to, to wait? It, too long. <laughs> well, what time roughly is what she's getting at? <laughs> well, I had to say to him, I said, bro, I don't reckon, um, I don't reckon we are going to see them doing the do. And he said, no, we might. And I said, I don't reckon we will. Oh, my and God. And he goes, oh, my God, was it you doing the <laughs> And he said, what do you mean? And I said, that's my girlfriend's apartment. <gasps> and if we oh see someone. Oh, my God. Someone... He's been watching you get it on yes. every night. What was the time? Was it a regular it appointment just time? after I'd been finishing my gigs at this place oh and then God. walking to my girlfriend's oh my place, which was just around the corner. That's and so weird because so he could only when... see shapes. Could he not actually see who yes, it was? Yes, and, and right. she hadn't been living there for that long, so it was quite a, oh a God, new that's thing. That's so funny. <laughs>
And then you just stay there long enough and sorry getting it on. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, she's been doing more appointments nah, than just me. <laughs> appointments sound shocking. Carrie and Tommy. On your radios and streaming live on the listener app, it's Carrie and Tommy driving you home. I love that I still learn new things every day. Do you? Yes. Like how often? I, I reckon twice a day I learn something I didn't know and I love it. I'm not somebody that knows everything that's closed-minded. I'm like, oh, oh well, there you go. This is so funny because it was literally yesterday when you were telling me um, that you don't need to know everything. No. And you said you're quite happy to just let things by without needing to know what they are because I was asking you about um, a U2 Aktung Baby. A U2's concert is called Aktung Baby. Yes. And And you said, why? And I said, I'm not sure. And you said, but didn't you see the words Aktung Baby and think I need to know? And that's Mm. when I was saying I don't need to know everything. Mm. But that's different to discovering new things and being open to learning new things every day. So yesterday I learned about Aktung Baby, you know. But no, then you said you just have to look it up now, don't you? And I, and I got competitive and said no. And then I sat there for half an hour. Did you look up Aktung Baby? No. No. I didn't. Why is it called Aktung Baby? Oh, no. Now she needs to know. <laughs> no. But the point I'm getting at was yesterday I discovered something, a phrase that I've never understood where it came from. I've never even heard the phrase before. Our producer, Sammy, was talking about the great Ned Brockman, who yes. was coming on our show to talk about his uh, new fundraiser, his Chucky Milk that's coming out. Yep. And I said, oh, great. So great. You could get him on. And then uh, Sammy said, it pays to be a stan. Mm. And I was like, what does that mean? And he said, you know, like a big fan, like a stan. Mm. And then they all started talking about Eminem, and I still don't quite understand, but what a stan is. Don't you? No. I mean, my understanding mm-hmm. is it's a stalker fan. Right. But why? what's it got to do with Eminem? Because that, that song is about stan. a crazed fan. Stan. Yes. Right. But to be fair, the first oh, few the years I, I know. the first few years I heard this, I thought that was the man's name, Stan. I only realised that recently. Hold on. So his reference to Stan mm. is using that because Stan is a crazed stalker fan. Mm. It's not that that guy was Stan and now, colloquially, we call the crazed stalker Sam. Oh, Stan. has that come from that? I don't know. That's what oh, I'm trying to work out. I did not know that. So I think Stan was the name and now people call oh. somebody a Stan based off that. Oh, so is it not stalker fan? No. It's just that, that they just call him Stan now because of the Eminem With song. Guy Eli's yeah, coming so on because light. of the Eminem song, because of the individual in the Eminem song, his name was Stan. Mm. Eli, People, I'm so sorry. I'm not you, a mic. No, no, you're fine. Oh. But you, we've had this exact conversation, haven't we? Have you told me this? And I haven't retained it. Oh, I don't know. Okay, oh, so you're going something. Keep going. Um, so, yeah, because the guy in the song was named Stan, people then ran with that. And when they were trying to describe themselves, it, when they were referencing Beyonce or Madonna yes. or whoever, they're like, oh, I stand for Beyonce, much like Stan did for Eminem in that song. But in, in that, wasn't so that pretty horrible, that Stan Eminem scenario? Well, in that scenario, yes, but now it's just become a bit of a term of endearment. <laughs> just, so people can, of endearment. just so people can understand like how much of a fanboy you actually mm. are for mm. that individual. Yeah. 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 Anyway. You didn't know that either, did you? No. Nah, no, nah, so you learnt something new as well. And I'm, I, I stand for learning new things. Well, I want to do a bit more etymology. No. Oh. Yeah. I don't stand Carrie for it, Carrie and Tommy talk etymology. Etymology, yeah. It's a really cool segment, you'll just have to trust me. It's about where words come from, yeah. That doesn't sound cool, but trust us, you'll see. Yeah. The what? phrase ipso factor. 
Ipso facto. Ipso facto. And let me guess, you're so passionate about this phrase, you want to know its origins? No, I just like it sounds cool, but I don't know what it means or where it comes from. You didn't even know how it sounded. I did. I just got it wrong. Oh, sorry. I got Stan wrong. One for one. There. Gosh. Yeah, sorry. So harsh. I'm just... Ipso facto, where does it come from, Sammy? It's Stan. Latin. Yep. Shock. Mm, no. <laughs> it isn't. It always sucks when it starts with its Latin. It always sucks when Sammy delivers it. <laughs> it I just got roped into this. But ipso facto, it... he shouldn't do it anymore. Well, what does ipso? Okay, so give me the All phrase right. ipso facto a few times so I understand where it, how I'd use it. Um. Mm. Uh, Carrie is grumpy. Um, Carrie is moody. Ipso oh. facto, don't look her in the eyes. Oh, because of that, don't do something. Carrie's is having a bad day, so ipso facto, we're, we're all, all having, having a bad, a bad day. day. Oh. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've used it right, but I think I'm I have. <laughs> okay. Ipso facto, Carrie's grumpy again. <laughs> Carrie's the boss, and ipso facto, Shut she's up. in charge. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy, give us what it means. <laughs> You've got the definition. <laughs> you should be more sure of yourself. <laughs> There's a lot of information. Chat GPT. Oh, oh my God, just out. give me what it means, Sammy. Oh, so There's some fancy words. It's man. Latin, ipso yeah. facto, yeah. this is going to be boring. <laughs> it translates to by the fact itself. So would you like me to break that down for you, Carrie? Oh, no, it, so oh, I, I'm oh, in a bad mood today. So by the facts, by that fact, you're all having a bad day. Yes. But where does <laughs> well, That was very generous of you. Yeah, what? that's true. Yes. Yeah. So ipso translates to self. Oh, and oh, facto, facto translates translate to, to Got it right. <laughs> I should have left in the stand stuff, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. For your Friday, Arvo, it's Carrie and Tommy driving you home. We were just talking about Stan. We are talking about Eminem yes. and Stan. And uh, the producers got a fact for us that they think will blow our little minds. Yes, Sammy. Hey, guys. Yes, obviously because um, Dido is in the song. Yes. Fun yes. fact for you. Dido's about son. About Dido? About Dido. Dido's yep. son is called Stan. Oh. Wait, which one came first, the song or the kid? What, yes. What? How old's Dido's son? The and how old's son? the song that he did, that she did with so, Eminem? So Dido released, the, the original song that Dido did was Thank You. That was released in 1998. Yep. Then yep. Stan the came out in Stan. 2000. And then yep. Dido's and son, son, Stanley, was born in 2011. Oh, wow. Wow. And she insists... <laughs> Her son's name has nothing to do with the song. She has liked that name even before Stan came out with Eminem. It would I be know, but it'd be weird to... if I went and called like my kid Prodge, you mm. know? People would Prodge. Be, What's like, Prodge? What's Prodge? Like... Why didn't you go with the Carrie and Tommy radio What's show? Prodge? Oh, Project. Oh, Prodge. Who calls it Prodge? X would have been better. My, pa- to... my parents aren't sitting around. Uh, uh, darling, do you want to chug a Prodge? <laughs> they also I was don't have an English think accent. Of a nickname but... for Project. <laughs> Um, so I was. But just Stan's thinking, just the actual name. Stanley. Because if if they were using a nickname for Stan, they'd go. <laughs> I, I didn't call my kid Star. No, I'm just saying if I called my kid okay Project, and everyone went oh because of the project. But, but no, no, nothing related to it. <laughs> it would but, be weird. But you did tell me, and I know it was in confidence, but I'm going to share it with Australia that if you um, if you do have another son, you're going to call it Waleed. <laughs> <laughs> of course, but that would be after Waleed. Willie Jr. Oh, of course. <laughs> the person you're having it with. <laughs> hey, we've got to stop the insanity. Jo- Donna A joins us next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Tommy.
Driving you home this afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And Bickers. Donna, cake. Donna Hayes, <laughs> basic to, Basics to Brilliance, is one of my favourite cookbooks. I've cooked nearly everything in it. And so this has arrived just in time. It's even more Basics to Brilliance. And Donna Hayes joins us now. G'day, Donna. Yay. Oh, and you've bought a gift. What have you bought? I bought a lemon drizzle Yum. cake because, you know, you can't. You can't oh come without God. gifts. It's so good. Oh, it's so it's good. tangy. Oh. It's so well, you good. You two, you can't eat. <laughs> so, Donna, tell us about the inspiration. <laughs> Do you know your new book? I absolutely love. I absolutely love the Asian. Sorry. <laughs> that's the end. It wasn't That question. was the end, yes. I just love okay, the that's Asian. it. That's end <laughs> of segment. Um, book was good. I tasty. love the Asian recipes in there. I made the slow cooked beef. Oh, you, you know, did? The yes. beef ribs? Oh, my God. And then I put it in bow buns. Oh, you followed the whole thing through. And I used it for days. And it was, I think, the most amazing thing I've ever made. Oh, wow. I don't tell people That's... it's your recipe. I pretend I just no. whipped it up. Yeah. Look, it just came to me. And I... <laughs> so yeah. good. I think it's like the cardamom and the... All the, the little star anise and, the star and things. Star anise. Oh. So good. Donna, what is your favourite thing to cook? Because in the great thing about your books is there's something for everybody in them. Um, Carrie loves the Asian. I love, <laughs> <laughs> I love any of the savoury stuff. Sweets is not really my thing, although this is delicious. But what's your favourite thing to cook? Well, you know, I will cook anything mm -hmm. because I just love cooking still and I find it quite relaxing to cook. What I don't like is deciding what to cook yes. for you. Ah. So if you were coming to my house for dinner, I would actually ask you to send me the page numbers that you want. Do people actually want your recipe book food? When that's they come to my house? Yes. Bit, it is. Yes, yes, they do. Yeah, that's or, what. Well, I, if they wanted Jamie Oliver's, might, maybe no, I'd sorry. get upset. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm hoping people aren't demanding you must cook from the new no, book No, because my friends know that I hate deciding. Okay, right. I just hate deciding because I've got so many recipes floating around in my head. I'm like, just tell me what you want. What about your kids? Do you find, like, no, obviously it's care. everybody's greatest <laughs> as a parent, what am I going to cook for dinner? Do you still get that feeling even though you could cook yeah, anything? Yeah, no, I do. And then I, I think like every parent, you cook something and you think you're winning at life and then they go, oh. They just wanted to show. Did you cook that? Yeah. Yeah. Do or, they request Or did things? you do schnitzel without parmesan in the crumb? Oh. oh. I don't think my kids <laughs> You know, like it's like, shut up. <laughs> and, and maybe go somewhere else for dinner. <laughs> Ungrateful children. What about if someone's cooking for you? Do you like to be completely surprised or do you like them to say, what are you feeling like? No, you... I like to be surprised. And in all honesty, if you made me a toasted cheese sandwich, I'd be perfectly happy. But like, oh, so you're like, not fussy about I'm other not people's fussy. cuisine? No. Cooking not four different types of cheese? No. And, no. <laughs> and French butter on the outside yes. only would sound like. <laughs> no, I'm not. I think, you know, I learned, my friends usually come to my house. They still haven't gotten over the fact that. I, th I can imagine that. Yeah, it would be so I've just kind of, I've just kind of run with it now. Do your kids cook well because you cook well? As in, have they picked up things or they're not interested? Yeah, but, you know, they're teenage boys, so they've got a major case of the laziness. Yeah, right. You know, like. Mm. Do yeah. you make them, because one of the things I've always thought is I wished I was a mum that had a baked goods available in the afternoon for them to eat. Do oh, you? I do. I am oh that mum. Everyone must love coming to But I house. just, I think maybe it's my mother guilt that my boys eat a lot, but I always hide like, see, they won't, better not be listening, chia seeds and flaxseed meal and tons of stuff in like quite healthy Delicious muffins. Yeah. yeah. So okay. it just makes me feel better that between the schnitzel without the parmesan in yep. the crumb, yep. they're actually eating something really nutritious because goodness knows what they eat when I'm not watching. Yeah, apparently you're <laughs> meant to put, what's the um, the red beetroot in like brownies and stuff? 
I hear really? it. Really? Yeah, apparently it's oh. really because it's sweet. It is. They don't but see it's got it and they think it's like a red velvet kind of thing. Oh. I don't buy it. Well, don't take my tip. I'm telling you, that's what the other chefs do, Donna. Hey, Donna, I think I need you to stick around. I need, um, hopefully, you to leap to my defence. I have been um, cooking f- for people and, um, well, there's been criticisms and I think they're wrong. Carrie and Tommy. Your Friday afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little for the drive home. Donna, hey, I think I need you to come to my defence here because oh, I... Oh, goodness, what have you done? No, no, just, oh, just okay, tried to be sorry. nice. Oh. Um, occasionally I bring the team food that I have cooked. Yeah. And um, one day I brought in one of your uh, risottos and I thought it was delicious. And producer Pippa over there had a big gripe with it because even though she um, had been given lunch that I'd slaved over... Slaved? She, she complained... That the rice was al dente, is it not meant to be? Yes, it is meant to be. Yeah. You're supposed to chew. It's not. What, you meant to have bits stuck in your teeth? <laughs> You're putting me in a really awkward situation here, but it's not meant to be like rice pudding for bait, like yes. for kids. It's got to have a bit of bite to it. Can you agree that these people are savages and don't appreciate good food? <laughs> yeah, I can, yes. <laughs> to be fair, Donna didn't eat it. I was still uh, picking it out days later. Were you out of your teeth like chia seeds? <laughs> no, you weren't. That's really nice that you cook lunch for them, though. Yeah, they don't often say oh, thanks. On, we but... get yeah. leftovers. He's not cooking Oh, lunch. sorry. The story's unravelling now, Tommy. Hi. <laughs> I get into work early yeah. and for hours yeah, I cook for slaving. them. So I make sure when we go on air yeah. at three, they are well nourished, uh, well nourished yeah. and ready to go. I and love that. And this is what I get. This is the her. thanks. This is worse this than is kids, This is the thanks. Donna. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. worse than teenage boys. You've never <laughs> been in the work kitchen before, mate. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, to be fair, I don't know no. where it is. Sammy, he has been in the work kitchen before. Once he said on the day he would make his pizza and we had a meeting oh, yeah. at 12 and he was going to have the pizzas done by the end of it. And at three o'clock as we went on air, we started eating pizza. It took it's him a, that one, long one, in the work Once again, to Donna, it. it took me a long time because I was cooking with Carrie's daughter and I didn't, That's want, lovely. Her, I didn't want to whip her into gear yeah, too much. No, exactly. because you were like, this is how he was making it. He was getting a bit of like basil. Basil and he was going like this. <laughs> Oh, like some, like, oh, I'm going to create Not triggering. Art. Just make the damn she's, food. We're she's, hungry. She's so angry that I don't have children no, I just don't and I can take my time No, I he doesn't understand. You don't get the luxury of time. I was cooking with your daughter. You just got to make don't. the food. Yeah, and feed them. Throw your and then do the like homework. some artist. Can I just ask a question? Mm, it's kind yes. of been burning in the back of my yes. mind. Were those people okay after the dinner at your house? <laughs> the, I'm just asking because yeah, yeah. some of them looked a bit... We had a mystery restaurant, and Donna, you were the surprise guest of honour at my house. It was, and it was so much Should we just fun. point out to anyone who doesn't know what a mystery restaurant is? Oh, it's yeah. this crazy idea you had where you would blindfold people. And I had to them. throw them in a car, handcuffed, bring them to um, your house. <laughs> Clearly. I mean... Blindfold them so that they didn't know where they were mm. going, so no one knew where your house was. Mm. And then they opened their eyes, and they're in your lounge room, yes. seated, and you were cooking them dinner. Yes. Four people. I think they had a great time. Yeah, one, one, we lost the keys to the handcuffs. Shocked. But yeah, that yeah. was a maybe a, a sketchy weird. point. Yeah, yeah it would be weird for you that guy. You surprised, which was awesome because yes. I think that was the highlight. And then they were all night. okay. And then we disappeared and went for a drive in a port. <laughs> That's <laughs> we right. Did. Yes, we did. <laughs> and then when I came back, people were drinking like. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> and my housemate, who was a bit depressed at the time, had big His fake novelty boob, boobs on. He did. And so he was meant to be the waiter. And then we kept looked over and he was crying in the corner but with big novelty boobs on. I was trying to cheer him up. My favourite moment of that night was when you were over <laughs> the fridge and you said, what's that to some of the food in the fridge or something? And you said, someone said, it's Johnny's dead dog. 
Oh. But you Joan, thought that, it was, that in the fridge oh, was the dead dog, dog. but it oh, was no, the it was dead dog's, actually the dog's food. food. <laughs> but the dog had passed, it hadn't had, it? had, that's why yes. he was But the so dog depressed. food was still in there. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's all coming <laughs> Striggery. <back. laughs> sorry. Let's go back to the cake. The cake's delicious. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep eating the cake. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Donna, as you know, we love your cookbooks, and this one is no exception. It's awesome. It's called Even More Basics to Brilliance, and I can attest that I couldn't cook at all and I still found your cookbooks amazing and they helped get me into cooking. So everyone listening should go and grab it. It is out now. Just head to DonnaHay.com. Donna, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Always fun. Carrie and Tommy. Uh Uh-oh, it's Tommy time. Tommy time on the tools. What Um, a little music fact have you got ahead of Back to Back today? Well, we've got a bit of Shawn Mendes coming up. Love Um, Shawn. We're playing There's Nothing Holding Me Back. Great tune. I'm going to give you a Shawn Mendes fact, but you've got to guess what it is because I'll give you the other people that share the same sure. interesting fact oh. with Sean Mendes. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll start them a bit more difficult and they'll, they'll get easier as they go. Um, so, um, Brian Adams and Sean Mendes share the same thing. Uh, Avril Levine and Sean Mendes share the same thing. Canadian. Nelly Furtado, any Canadian. <laughs> Damn it, it didn't even get harder. But Was how's that it? your fact? But how, how's this for the list of the people <laughs> who have come out of Canada? This is incredible. Just so, obviously, you've got Bieber. Yep. Drake. I always yep. forget. I mean, Bieber. I've no, got but the list. I always yep. forget that Bieber is Canadian. Yep. Is Drake Canadian? Yeah, Drake. Obviously, Leonard Cohen. But then um, uh, Shania Twain, Celine Dion, Alanis wow. Morissette, The Weeknd, oh. uh, KD Lang, Arcade Fire, Rufus Wainwright, Carly Rae Jepsen. You're yeah. going down a bit now. <laughs> Rufus uh, Wainwright. Peaches. Who's Peaches? And cream. You know. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies, oh, Sun like 41, ladies. Nickelback, Michael Bublé. There's a lot of big stars They're from there. Great I've got all the way down to Tegan and Sarah. So <laughs> I reckon the big names might have dropped off. So you're going to get some Tegan and Sarah on now for us and back to back? On our show, they'll be coming up at 6.05, I reckon. Anyway, stay tuned. <laughs> Whatever the occasion, Liquorland will bring the drinks. Shop in store online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wine. Carrie and Tommy. Driving you home for your Friday afternoon. It's Carrie Bigmore and Tommy Little. Finish me off. Let's do it. Finish me off. Finish me off. Okay, but tell me the name. Australia's biggest party returns. R&B Fridays presents Fridays Live featuring Jason Derulo, Flo Rida, Voiced Men and more. Playing around the country this November. Tickets on sale now from FrontierTouring.com. Carrie Tommy, here we go. Go again. When love, when love takes over, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's certainly not. <laughs> it is. Certainly is it your not. range, Pearl? Oh, absolutely not. Give it a crack. <laughs> I, I'm not even. I don't even want to do that. Honestly. Pearl, do you want the tickets or not? <laughs> Give it, it a crack. Do it, Pearl. <laughs> you really want me to? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. Oh God. Um, Will that take so far? That was pretty good. Yeah. Pearl, that was pretty good. Jason, Jason, do it, Jason, do it. <laughs> I'm actually in the office right now. So do, well, it, do, it, do it, Jason. Do it quietly, Jason. <laughs> I'm in a meeting. I'm in a meeting next door. Right? <laughs> Whisper it. Whisper it. Give us a different kind of version of it. Yeah. I don't think it's right now. Oh, yeah. I just heard right now. It's so creepy. I'm in a meeting. Jason, you just stay there and do nothing. <laughs> just as well, he's the one that's just got to sit. I know. Yeah. Pearl, who do you want to see at Friday's Live? Oh, it's 
a toss-up between Jason Derulo and Flo Rider. Yeah. What about Jason that's in the meeting at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> um, Pearl, you know how it works. We're going to play you a, uh, a lyric, and when the music stops, you just need to take over, and um, you can sing preferably, but you can just say it, and if you get it right, tickets are yours. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. You ready? Yeah. Been around the world, don't speak the language, but your booty don't need explaining. All I really need to understand is when you talk daddy to me. (laughs) Good on you, Pearl. Yay! (laughs) Jason, talk dirty to us. (laughs) Can't talk dirty to you right now. (laughs) That was weirdly dirty. Australia's biggest party returns. R&B Fridays presents Fridays Live featuring Jason Derulo, Florida Kelly Rowland and more playing around the country this November. Tickets are on sale now from FrontierTouring.com. Can we just point out that Jason whispered everything to us. So from an onlooker's perspective, they've heard someone just and then say at volume, finally, after whispering a lot, I can't talk dirty to you right now. Carrie and Tommy. Around the country for your Friday afternoon, it is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little driving you home. Same, same, but backwards. Bring a taste of Italy home tonight with a delicious Dr. Oetker Ristorante pizza. Now, we've been giving away Friday's Live tickets all week, mm. so all of the artists in today's Same, Same, but Backwards are Friday's Live Ooh. artists. Fantastic. Fun. Hold mm. on, just got to find my Friday's Live sheet. Oh, she's cheating oh, already. I don't know, Carrie. Don't you no, know? we're not going to use sheets. Because <laughs> you can't oh, find We've it. gone paperless. You're taking a stance. Oh, let's let's start the game, I reckon. your first one. Oh, Carrie. Tommy. Tommy. Jojo, get out. Are you looking at the sheet? I don't have the sheet. It's shoot. such a tune. <laughs> uh, now, do we both have our sheets? <laughs> <laughs> what so would possibly be on a sheet that would Just the names of us? the artists. Oh, so you are cheating. <laughs> I couldn't find the sheet. You, so, you could produce it as handed it yeah, to you. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Song number two. <laughs> Carrie. Because is it <laughs> looks down at the sheet. Three, <laughs> Jason Derulo. Two, um, one. Just <laughs> dance, Lady Gaga. She's um, not at. Friday's I'll hear it live. again. I guess. Sure. Uh, oh, Tommy. Is it Jason Derulo? Grenade. It is not. It's in my head. <laughs> wasn't in my head. <laughs> it's Grenade a song. Yeah, it's Bruno Mars. Ah, oh, it's a good one. <laughs> song number three. Still one zip to Tommy. Tommy. Because. Oh, Kelly Rowland worked. Both of you just Work. waiting for Kelly. Yeah. Work. <laughs> all right, one all. Song number four. <laughs> Pickers. It is Naughty by Nature. Three. Oh, she doesn't know. Two. Oh, Holiday. No. One. Oh. <laughs> okay. What a tune. So it is 2-1, which puts Bickers too far out for you to catch her. Oh, because if it's a draw, she gets a point. Or did you want to get rid of that rule? No, no, no. Said? 
I like it, I think. <laughs> Depends what week you ask me. <laughs> Carrie wins. Now that the show's finished, don't be sad. You can get more Carrie and Tommy anytime you like. Just download and sign up to the Listener app. It's the new home of Carrie and Tommy.